Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is. Fashionista numero uno. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Thank you. That was really sweet of you, but uh, you. I don't know about all that. At U-N-E-E-Q underscore with what we need to know. All right. So, Cap, I believe you said that you went to go see BTS or were going to go or one of your daughters. I hope I'm right. Is BTS that uh, that boy band from the like... K-pop? Korea. Korean pop? Korean. Okay, Korean. Okay. Korean pop super group. Okay. Yes. So, in the midst of being Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, they will be meeting with President Joe Biden on Tuesday in the White House to discuss all the Asian um, hate that has been going around, and, and they want to talk about inclusion and representation. They want to address that. And they said that because they have such a huge, I mean, they're a lot of people say bigger than the Beatles. Right. Yeah. They have surpassed the Beatles that they are a good um, like message carrier for it. Seems to reason. Right. BTS is major. Yeah. You see, I I feel so like underexposed to BTS. Really? Why is that? Yeah. Because I don't see I don't see them, so I don't have exposure. That's fair. My buddy June Lee, who's Korean, who writes for ESPN, he wrote this whole story explaining how like BTS's popularity has actually even just kind of naturally really make, made it easier for a lot of people to understand younger members of the Asian-American community mm-hmm. in the U.S. And so, like, BTS is a bit of a sort of social diplomat, you know what I mean, in terms of as mm-hmm. a group. So this makes sense to me, for sure. I think that's really cool, man. What yeah. a great opportunity. Go to the White House, meet the president, especially right now. He got he busy. He got a lot of stuff going on, yeah, you know? Yeah, a whole lot to do. Yeah. But I thought that was cool, and people yeah, should know. Yeah, very cool. Thank you. Well, I know, and in, in fact, just last thing on that, this month, you, you can you just say the name of the month again? Because I thought of this as Mental Health Awareness Month, but you said it was... Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Well, hey, shout out to Craig Karmazin, who is the owner of Good Karma Brands, who is now the owner of our radio station, who hosted an entire event about this subject yesterday, mm. which I thought was super cool. I did see that it was cool. They had some pictures, so we always love inclusion and learning here. I ESPN do, too. Yep, for sure. All right, that's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Clinton, I've been saying there's another team that's contemplating moving into L.A., and let me explain what I mean. Look, the Clippers, a generation ago, moved into L.A. when L.A. had the Lakers, and it wasn't like people were clamoring for the Clippers to come. And even to this day, I mean, they are obviously, they're the number two. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers moved into L.A. when the Rams were moving home and the Rams already beat them to the punch and there was nobody clamoring for the San Diego Chargers to move north to L.A. Now, there is talk that the Angels, look, they can call themselves Los Angeles all they want, but we all know that they are in Anaheim and we all understand the difference between L.A. and Anaheim. But the Angels, who have a major issue going on with their stadium, I don't know how much you're keeping up with this story. It's pretty crazy. But the Angels, because of a stadium-related problem where 
Artie Moreno is going to buy the stadium from the city, and then the mayor of Anaheim just had to resign because, according to the allegations, he was kind of feeding some insider information because he was trying to get money for uh, for his political campaign. I mean, it's gnarly, right? Yeah. The possibility of will the Angels remain in Anaheim or will the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim become the Los Angeles Angels of Los Angeles? Have you seen that Long Beach is putting it out there for everybody? Yo, come to Long Beach. Have you seen this, Clinton? Yes. I have. And I got to say, reminder, I was in Long Beach last weekend. I like Long Beach. Hung out with T-Raj down there. Jules came along. We were kicking it. We were in the LBC pressing the flesh, as Morales might say. I did not get the impression that Long Beach, California was what I would call a major league sports town. And that doesn't mean that I didn't love Long Beach. I talked on here for 30 minutes about it. It just seems like one of those things that, yeah, it might be cool to have a stadium there, but Anaheim and Long Beach are completely different places. You know what I'm saying? They they they, tend, they cater to completely different fan bases. Do I think there could be something bigger in Long Beach than what there is? Absolutely. I don't know that dropping 81 games a year for the Halos there makes sense. That doesn't seem like – that seems like a sort of a square peg round hole situation. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if all of a sudden the Anaheim Ducks – Decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to leave the we're going to leave the Honda Center. Is that what it's still called? I believe we're so. Gonna, we're going to leave Anaheim and we're going to move to the Clippers' new arena in Inglewood. And so we're going to stop being the Anaheim Ducks, or in fact, we'll be the Anaheim Ducks, but we'll happen to play there. I guess my point is, is this: Look, L.A. is a very crowded sports scene. Yes. Part of what makes the Angels what I would what I would say have their own separate fan bases, I think. People in Orange County take great pride in the fact that that's our team. I would agree with that. I would agree with that for sure. You can tell by when you go to games. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, people are not driving from all over the Southland to go see the Halos. You know what I'm saying? It's typically people from where they are. And this is a very, listen, we can go back to the whole idea of the Los Angeles Angel of of Anaheim being a kind of ridiculous nomenclature to begin with in many ways. But I I just feel that if they've got to find a way to work this out because, Cramming in another baseball team in a in a market like this, where people love their Dodgers, as you know, Scott, it just doesn't seem right, and it seems to be it would seem to be unfair to both sides in many ways. I would think that if I were the Angels, if I were Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, I would think the worst move would be to try and move to Long Beach. Now, by the way, it's not Artie Moreno; it's not the Angels that are pushing. Hey, we might go to Long Beach. It's the mayor of Long Beach saying, "Hey, we've made a proposal to you years ago." And you guys were working on trying to get this stadium situation fixed down in in Anaheim. Now that this thing has completely blown up and there's all kinds of impropriety accusations, like, come to to Long Beach. We want you here. And I can appreciate where the mayor of Long Beach, because, listen, downtown Long Beach is really nice. I love it. Yeah. I I don't think that this is – it's not that I don't think it's a good idea in the way that, like, absolutely not, it can't happen. It just seems like it presents more challenges than it solves. And that's a really odd thing when you've already got such a good thing going in one particular market. I'd argue that they should leave California before they should go move into Long Beach if you're thinking about the larger health of Major League Baseball. But that's a different story. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm, I'm with you. If, if I were Artie Moreno and I couldn't get a deal worked out in Anaheim, where am I going? I'm not going south. You know where you're going. I don't think I can go north. Right? To me, no. I go to Vegas. Mm, Vegas is an option, but Portland is another one. Portland and Vegas are two big cities in this thing. And Portland's been trying to make a push for a team for a long time. But Vegas yeah, but, isn't a bad idea. I would not go from Anaheim to Portland 
but Anaheim to Vegas because Vegas is sexy. You know, and they've already yeah. got the Raiders and they've already got an NHL team and they'll eventually get an NBA team. Vegas is a sexy place to go where you can sell. I mean, that's exactly why they decided to change their name from the Anaheim Angels to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's true. But the problem with Vegas is that you've got to build a stadium. Baseball in Vegas is hard to pull off. It's not as easy as just building one big thing so you can play inside all the time. That's not really going to work. You know what I mean? Because you've got so many games. There's just logistical challenges to Vegas with baseball that are different from other sports. But I do think that's a good idea. Do you change the name as well if you move to Vegas? Ooh, the Las Vegas Angels. Or just change it to the Halos. Or okay. you, you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, all I can say is this. If I were an Angels fan and the Angels moved from Anaheim to Long Beach, like that would be the end of it for me. And I'm I not think listen, so. it, it's not like it's so far away that I can't drive there and go. It's just that this is my team. I'm hey, there we got Disney, here's the Anaheim Convention Center. I mean we, this is what here's here's Irvine, here's the Spectrum. Um, you know, he, this is what we are here in, mm-hmm. in Orange County. And the Angels are part of that. And if they leave Orange County and they go to LA and they in this case the Long Beach, like I'd be if I were an Angels fan, I'd just be just furious. And I know it's only it, I mean, listen, you could get there in a quick period of time, but still, come on. It's a totally different place, right. And it just it, it does kill the vibe a little bit. This reminds me a little bit of the commanders back where I'm from, talking about moving all the way down the Woodbridge. And people are like, Woodbridge? You know, in terms of the D.C. area. They're like, that's not even anywhere close to here, and that's not even where we are. So I totally understand this. It, it would be weird. And that's not any knock on Long Beach. It's a knock on the fact that, like, that just seems like a way too crowded situation for one baseball market that's already got a team that's A, mega popular locally and nationally, and B, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need another team necessarily, but who knows what they're going to do. I like the Vegas idea, though. I I can tell you this. Nobody in L.A. is going to go, ooh, cool. The Angels moved to (laughs) Long Beach. I'm going to stop going to Dodger games. I'm going to start going to Angel games. That's cool. I think it would be cool. Do you call yourself the the Long Beach Angels? No, the the Los Angeles Angels of Long Beach. Yeah, that's probably what they'd be called. Come on. I I would think it's cool, though, because, like, I like going to Angels games, but my biggest, the biggest issue is Anaheim is inaccessible, and they start their games at 630. So why do you like going? I, I can't go anymore. Ever since I started working on the show, I can't go because they start early. But I like to see the Angels play because I love Shohei. I love Trout. Gotcha. I like going, you know, I like going mm, to see them. Go with all yours. It's just too, it's too hard to get there. Yeah, I hear that. And, and you know, someone messaged me, ew, the Angels are the Celtics of baseball. No. Oh, oh no. Ridiculous. See, I don't think of them as the Celtics. <laughs> I, I think of yeah. them as the Clippers or the Chargers. Yeah, right? they are. Clippers, they are. for sure. You gotta, they're like the, the redheaded stepchild in a way that's like, you know. Like, oh, you kind of feel bad for them. I just, I mean, but like, they're good this year. I, I don't know. I, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I went to see a college baseball game in Long Beach, and I remember Travis saying at the time, "I'm surprised as many people Dirt are bags. here because it was, yeah, because it was, it was the final home game of the season, and it was packed out. You know what I mean? And folks who from Orange County, you know, surprised. I mean, you know, not, and not in a bad way. I, I, like I said, I love Long Beach. It's just it doesn't really compute to me that you can no. stick a major league baseball team there. And especially not one in a place where I said, like before, there's already another team here. Like, Long Beach is part of the greater L.A. area. Anaheim, to me, is not. It's another place. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's, it's just a weird setup. You ever see the movie Swingers? Yeah. You know the scene where they're coming out of the bar and uh, they, they kind of, one guy hits the shoulder of the other guy and they start getting into it. And then all of a sudden, Sue pulls out a gun. You know the yes, scene I'm talking about, right? And so when the other when the guys turn Good around and they like Cypress Hill over here. They, they go yeah. off their way, right? They go on their way, and then Mike is like, "Sue, what are you doing, man? 
He's like, hey, you don't know how it is, man. You're not from out here, from New York. You don't know how it is. And they're like, he's like, you don't know how it is in L.A., Mikey. And he's like, sir, you're from Orange County. <laughs> like, relax, will you? <laughs> That's funny. That's a good clip. I mean, my goodness. we got to find that drop. I like that. Yeah, seriously. So, anyway, um, look, hey, today's a weird day. I don't know if you woke up to this news at all or not, Clinton. Did you see that Ray Liotta died today, 67 years old? Did you catch this story? I did, and uh, for those of you who didn't follow this, he was filming a movie in the Dominican Republic. This is actually how I found out about it. A guy in my group chat, a good friend of mine, he was like, oh, yeah, that, that happened in the DR. He's, you know, from there. And so I was just like, I guess what happened was he woke up and, I mean, went to sleep and didn't wake up, you know what I mean, on a movie set. Pretty wild. So, um, Goodfellas, you know it? Yeah, of course. Goodfellas is a movie I know. Mob movies I definitely know. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene in Goodfellas, Ray Liotta. Favorite uh, Ray Liotta scene in Goodfellas, either between the driving around at the end where he's doing all that crazy stuff and he's watching the chopper. Yeah. Um, or probably, I know everybody likes the beat up scene because everybody thinks that they're macho, but the real scene that matters, of course, is the kitchen scene where he takes his date into the restaurant, through the kitchen, to She Kissed Me. That's one of the greatest follow shots in the history of American film. So that, to me, is my favorite. I happen to love that scene also. I love to walk into a bar or restaurant through the back rather than the, through the front. But my favorite scene is Funny oh, wait, How. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, you do, do you do that all the time, Cap? Not be, all the time. But like, a few times. Like, yeah. when, I, when I was younger, I would always make it a point like, no, 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 we're going to go in through the back door. Because when I was a kid... My grandfather was an electrician, and um, he was an electrician at this big hotel in New York. And so every time we went to this hotel when we weren't working, my grandfather would always make sure that we walked in through where the help went in. So we would walk in through the kitchen. My grandfather said, electrician, he knew all the chefs. He knew all the people that worked in the kitchen. So it was kind of weird, mobstery kind of stuff, even though it wasn't mobster. It was electrician. I thought it was like a flex. Like, yeah, I know I know the owner. Let's go through the back. No, I, I have walked through the back of many restaurants that I don't know the owner and I don't know anybody. And people just kind of look at you like, what are you doing? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. Cause, I mean, I've worked in restaurants. I haven't since I moved here, but I worked in restaurants for at least 10, 15 years. And I've never, I've never seen that. No, but what you do is you do, you, you, yeah. you do what Henry Hill did. Yeah, hey, how you doing? How you doing? You grease know, you, some wheels, right? Oh, exactly. Okay. exactly. I always thought it was like, oh, I know the guy. No, no people right. do look at you like you're of importance when you walk right. through the back. Of course. I'm trying to think of the last time I did that. I, I love doing that. I God, I miss doing that. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, no, it's a cool, it's a cool move for sure. But the, but the scene of funny how, you're so funny. He goes, oh, hold on a second. What do you mean I'm funny? You That's know, a just, Pesci scene, though. Just, yeah, That's yeah, not but, a Leota scene. Well, but he's on he's on the defensive. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. You know, come on, Tommy. You know, you're funny. You know the way you tell the story. No, 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 Hendry. You tell me. Well, I'm a clown to you now. I'm here to amuse you. No, it's just you know. We got a we got a white guy impression. Wait, play the hey, lottery. Hey, not bad, Clinton. Right, <laughs> impersonating good. some white dudes. Pretty good. You know, pretty come good. Come on, Hendry. He's a big freaking boy, Tommy. He knows what he said. <laughs> Let's all not stagger out like a bunch of hobos. That seems really funny, too. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about Ray Liotta, though, that I think is really interesting, is that Ray Liotta, to me, I, I, and maybe this is because, like, I just, I don't know, he was always going to be Henry Hill from Goodfellas once I saw that movie in every role he played. You know what I mean? And it was like, it was almost impossible for me personally to separate him from that role for basically the rest of his career. Right. You know I what I mean? And, yep. and, it, and, it, and I, I don't know if I, I want to say that I feel bad, but like, because that was such an iconic role in American history, but 
I feel like I don't know much about Ray Liotta's discography or even his life, you know, outside of that particular movie. Well, he was in, um, let's see. Oh, I mean, he was, in a, he was in Field he was of in Dreams. Field so of like, Dreams. But right? that's sort of to the side because that's its whole other thing. Right. You know? He's not the star of the movie. No, not at all. Right. Yeah. All right. Stick around, everybody, uh, because still to come. I got to talk about our boss, Amanda Brown. Do you mind? Like, like, is that? That's fine by me. Okay, because I got to talk about our boss because something big is going on with her, and I really feel like I need to address this. Let's get to it. Stick around. CY in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Smash hit. Hey. 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 Smash hey. hit. Sorry hey. for stepping on that, Chris. I This song. You ain't wrong. This song. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to overstate this. Whilst, this song 100% changed my life. Like, by a lot. Whoa. Like, I gained a lot of friends. So me and my buddies used to do this thing called... We called it off-season Sundays because typically we'd get together on Sundays and watch football. And we were all pretty big baseball fans as well. Oh, snap. Um, and so there's that, you know, probably eight, nine-week period in between the end of the Super Bowl and pitchers and catchers reporting or, you know, spring training games starting on Sunday that we were like, well, we got to have something to do. So we decided to start this stupid brunch series and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do, and we realized, wouldn't it be cool if we got a bunch of our friends together to only listen to T-Pain songs <laughs> and just turn up? It turned out to be one of the more popular things we ever did as a crew of friends. And, like, I ended up going to the Tiny Desk concert and seeing him in concert and all this other stuff. I love T-Pain. It just reminds me of a time in my life that I really, really enjoyed. Not that I don't enjoy this one. It was just a younger time when I had cholesterol and knees. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the way I feel about Top Gun. I understand. Pretty much. I'm with right. you. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Exactly that. Hey, by the way, Clinton, we're getting a lot of reaction in the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter, the Circle of Trust. Yeah. There are a lot of people from um, outside of Orange County that are saying they would welcome the Angels in Long Beach. I guess my point huh. is really simple. I would just want the Angels to stay in Anaheim. I yeah. mean, I, I love having the Dodgers in L.A., the Angels in Anaheim and the Padres in San Diego. I mean, I just love having this much good baseball in the entire region of Southern California, not just in L.A. And I would have thought that people would have been like, no, I don't want the Angels in Long Beach. I want them to stay home in Anaheim. But, I mean, we're hearing from people today saying, no, I, I, I don't mind that. That's fair enough. But I do think there's something to be said about what the Anaheim experience is. Just as a person who goes there on any level of occasion, like, yeah, the Halos are a 100% a part of that. You know, when you think about Anaheim, they're part of the furniture, so... It's an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, hey, let me just uh, talk to you for a quick second here about our boss, Amanda Brown. What's going on here? Because you've jumped into this without any forewarning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, to be Not honest. Not at all. So, so I was talking to boss Amanda a few weeks ago, and she was telling me, because by the way, that's one of the things I happen to love about this particular boss. She's not a micromanager in any way. So when I say I spoke to her a couple weeks ago, I mean, like, email, text, but like, really talked a couple weeks ago. And she told me she was having back surgery. And I went, oh, my goodness. Gosh, that's, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear about that, mm -hmm. you know? 
And then today I found out, because she's been on every show today, man. She was on earlier today with Travis and Slee. She was on earlier this afternoon with Mason in Ireland. And tomorrow she's going in for back surgery. And I That's was crazy. like, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it was already here. It's it, We got to make sure, because today is May 26th, so tomorrow, May 27th, and the Mandys are June 24. We got to make sure that Amanda is at the award show that was named after her, the Mandys. That's a good point. Rest and recovery is, is vital in this situation, so... We're sending out all the hugs and all the best wishes. I didn't know that, by the way. That was news to me that she was getting back surgery. Yeah. I mean, this is like major stuff here. I'm terrified of back surgery as a matter of course. It's like a real surgery deal, dude. Suck, yeah. Man. That's mm-hmm. that's that's not fun. So No, I mean and back and, surgery. Yeah, best wishes. That's 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 really tough. I did not know that, so thank you for telling me that. Yeah, you got it. I man. got a care package on the way. Right. That's what I said. I was like, girl, just drop you some food and some stuff. No, I literally you. do have yeah. a care package on the way for separate reasons, but I'm gonna give a oh. lot of it to Amanda now. So <laughs> 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 Wait, you mean to tell me that the care package that you were telling me about the other day that you were having sent to 710 yes. is now no longer for all of us? No, it's now just no, for no, Amanda? no. What I'm saying is that there were there, th- that care package is a package of three things, three large items. I'm saying I was going to section them off to everybody. Now I'm portioning off a larger part of it strictly for Amanda as, hello, she's having back surgery. What is the care package? What's I, in that's it? the whole point of waiting for the package. Well, I was just curious. Right. I didn't even know there was a care package. I know you didn't. That's called a professional tease, ladies. Well, if you didn't give her the candy, any candy already. There's no I got, candy. Okay. I got her covered package. on okay. candy because Amanda loves candy, right. especially like the sour and the chewy and all that stuff. And I got her the keto candy because, you know, she's stressing like, oh, I don't want to gain a bunch of weight because I can't work out. So I was just like, don't worry, I got you. Okay. It's I got not, the solution. It's, it's not candy. Man, back surgery sounds like, I mean, honestly, I, and Amanda's probably listening right now, so I shouldn't even be saying this, but gosh, it just sounds horrible. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I had this back problem a couple years let's, ago. Let's, let's let's put out some better vibes, but okay. <laughs> go yeah. on, go no, on I, and state the, like, the geez, horrible. Like, that sounds horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it does. I had this I had this back issue a few years ago, and I, I went to see this this surgeon. And he's like, well, you have to have back surgery. And I'm like, oh, no, come on, man. I mean, back surgery is like the last thing I need to do, right? I mean, come on. There's got to be a way to fix this without surgery. He's like, no, no. you got to have surgery. And I'm like, yeah, but you're a surgeon. So that's, of course, what you're going to say. And I wound up going to this physical therapist. And I said, well, the surgeon says I have to have surgery. And she said, absolutely not. I can fix you. And, uh, and she did. And I'd have to have surgery. That's good. Well, so I'm I- glad to hear that you had a good go of it. We hope that Amanda has a good go of it. And best good wishes vibes. and good vibes to yeah. everybody involved. I guess that's what I wanted to say. Boss Amanda, we are sending nothing but love. Absolutely. And, uh, and like you said, positive vibrations so that we can uh, get this thing done. And then let's go have some fun at the Mandy's. And, you know, Clinton, I'm hosting an after party. Did you know this? No. I, I feel you like, did, really? you, did you just make that up? No, I didn't make it no. up. He's you been should. wanting this for a while. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So this is, this is, all right. Now, we've been talking about this for a while. Who's doing what at the Mandy's? As opposed to worrying about this silly stage number you want to do. <laughs> you need to focus on, okay, let's, 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 let's break down the priority list of things you need to focus on. Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. outfit. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I haven't started there yet. No, number two, there's going to be an element of that day, Scott, that's going to be simple, what we call back in the day, conditioning. Mm-hmm. Doing shows from the program, glad-handed all day, cocktail hours, being on for the award show. That's going to be the other thing. Just what your conditioning is going to be for the day. And next has to be this after party. Forget all this other stuff. I didn't know there's an after party. The Scott Kaplan after party is exactly the place you should be in all this, I feel like. 
I kind of feel like, you know how after the Academy Awards, there's like the Vanity Fair yes. party? I want my party to be the that's go-to after party of the Mandy's. That's, that, that's what we need to start focusing on. Not all this other stuff about backup hosts and, <laughs> you know, stage numbers. Here's the thing with Cap, though, Clinton. Something that you need to, you might need this backstory. He wanted to make a hotel room after party with the listeners. I said, we can't do that. So we got to, like, workshop exactly how you're going to do it. And how it's because, you know, there's legalities and things like that that okay. we need to work on. So that's why we're kind of like, all right, Cap, have you figured stuff out? What exactly are you doing? Where are you hosting it? Because there's a lot of legal stuff that goes on. Sure, into I that. get that. But here's the simple way you do that, Scott. You take that thing to the High Rollers Club, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you've got. You've got to establish who's going to, are you going to pass out, like, are you going to do, like, whisper campaigns at the actual Mandy's? You say, hey, by the way, over here. That's where we're going later tonight. Or are you going to tell people this is how it's going down? Yeah, so so I don't see myself on stage going, hey, everybody, all thousand people at the Mandy's. Um, after party at this place <laughs> right after the show, we'll meet you all there. Like, I don't we're going see streaking, it, right. Yeah, I don't see it that crazy. I see it more as kind of like a, like you said, kind of a whisper campaign. Like, Soft hey, After launch. party, after yeah. party. Because okay. this is only the first year of the after party. By next year... I mean, who knows? I might have Vanity Fair sponsoring this entire thing. I was going to say, by next year, you're going to have, what, a liquor sponsor and special he guests? He has guys. Yeah. I got right. a guy. He right. has a guy. You tell him, Laura. I got a guy. You're that guy that has a guy. You know what? In this particular instance, I don't mind being called that guy. Because I'm that Boom. guy who got a guy. But Boom. here's my point, though. I don't, Dude, I don't know if I'm going to have an after party in me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, that's, <laughs> that's why I mentioned the conditioning factor. By 9 o'clock... Your boy might be three sheets. You know what I'm saying? No, that could be an issue. Seven. No, I'm joking. But I mean, I mean, no. But I mean, if we're there all day, which we are, from my understanding, yeah, yeah. And right. there's a cocktail hour, and there's dinner, and then there's the actual award show. I mean, that's overtime Ooh, at that point, and I don't mean true. in terms of getting paid or anything like that. I mean in terms of toil on the body after four quarters. You know what I'm saying? I am. You uh, right. I, I am conditioning to the point where I know exactly what I know. I'm going for on like a three day or here. Yeah. I'm, I'm I might going, have to start my regimen today. Yeah, I'm going Mandy's. Then okay. the next day I've got like a, a wedding down in Temecula. Right. And Have you ever been to the Temecula wine country? I've not been to Temecula oh, wine country. my God, we got to go. Oh, okay. dude, take yes. your, your lady, the woman that you love, take right. her to the Temecula wine valley. Okay, I'm down oh, with yeah. that. I'm down yeah. with that. And so and, wait, what's and, after that? And, and then Laura, you gotta... Laura, I got a guy in Temecula with a bus and like a wine tour. I got oh, a whole really? guy. Okay, yeah. we got to connect because I got yeah. really drunk at Wilson's Creek Winery. It was a whole thing, but oh. I, I will I will let you know, huh? You pay fifty bucks and you get bottles for days. Gotcha. So hold on, let's see what else is on your schedule, Cap. You said you've got the Mandy's, you've yeah, got the Mandy's, wine country, and then wedding what? in the wine country, wedding and then the country. next day, uh, girlfriend's birthday. Um, and so we're just we're just going on like a three day. Uh, she and I, yeah. That's yo. That's a lot. I don't know if I can make it through all that. That's quite a few events. So good. Yeah. Godspeed is what I'm saying. I know. I got to figure out this after party thing. I really do. I you do. might need to be sleeping if you plan on doing all those <laughs> other things later in the weekend. You know what I'm saying? All right, listen, uh, Radio Tinder is on the way. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, guys. And like he said, always swipe right on Tequila Mandala because, you know, that's our sponsor here for Radio Tinder. Nice. But, yeah, plus I'm sitting on two brand new bottles of it right here. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say, Cap. When are you going to drink those or at least, uh, you know, share some with all of us? Yeah, bring you know, some next week for when we come to Top Gun. Yeah. You know what? I was, I was, the reason I'm holding on to them is because I got a graduation party here next week. Ah. And it's not like for little high school kids to come by and drink. I got all my buddies coming because, you know, Clinton, frankly, if I'm being honest, I invited friends that are going to give my daughter money. So, um, so I'm planning on. Uh, <laughs> so I love that strategy. <laughs> you know, that's something we do well here. We make sure we have financiers. I'm Sean McVay. Anyway, so that's, that's what I'm breaking out the tequila mandala. Right. That's All right. So I'm going to do one radio Tinder story, and we're going to bring Sedano in on it, and then uh, catch up with him again. Okay. Right. So Coinbase is reportedly asking its employees to rate each other after interactions as part of an app-based pilot program. Of course, the crypto company has been piloting this app that collects employees' evaluations of their colleagues, including their managers, after meetings and other interactions, you know, like water cooler stuff. In the app, employees review how well their coworkers demonstrate 10 core values of Coinbase, including things like communication and positive energy, and they can share their input in the form of a thumbs up, thumbs down, or a neutral review. Would you be okay with your job implementing this type of app? Swipe left or swipe right. I'll start with you, Cap. Um, just a question, and I'm not sure if you know the exact answer, but is it private or is it public? I mean, everybody can see it. I think it's just for the, um, we'll say for the sake of the question, it's just for the employers to see. So it's not public. It's just for the employers, it's the, not the managers. within the company. Yeah. I, yes. guess, I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to swipe right here. I'm going to say I don't really have a huge problem with um, employees having instant feedback about where they work and putting it on an app and thumbs upping it, thumbs downing it, leaving comments about it. It doesn't seem like a doesn't seem like a big problem to me. I think I kind of like it. All right, Clint, what do you think? Then we'll bring in George. Uh, I'm swiping left on this for the only real reason that, like, we're human beings. We don't live in a simulation. You got a problem with your boy? Talk to me. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to be going on all these goofball swipe, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down kind of things. That's the whole reason for even being in front of a person to begin with, is that you can actually read their body language and talk to them about who they are. So I'm swiping left. All right, Lindsay, might I understand that George Sedano, our very own, is checking in He's yet again. Back from He's his back. important meeting with Steve Kerr. Wow, 25 minutes from tip, and Sedano is back on the airwaves here at 710. George, what's going on? Uh, I'm good. I'm watching Jock Peterson, apparently, getting introduced here, former Dodger. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, he's current Giant, no? Yes. Did, uh, yeah, did you guys see what he did the other night? Did you guys three see games. He, he went nuts. Dude, right. three home runs, and it was like what, maybe the best game of the year when the Giants gave up these big leads to the Mets, and then they then they came yeah. back and they walked it off, and what a game. And Jock Peterson was saying that before the game, he was talking to Barry Bonds, and he went out and hit three bombs. Nice. 
Yeah, so he is like uh, like an honorary like person here today. I just saw something on the jumbotron. He's in the middle of the court at okay. the moment as we speak. So, there hey you go. George, George, you get any yeah. vibe? Just you know, sometimes when you're around the teams, um, you kind of get a vibe. You get anything about tonight? Like, you think Dallas could possibly extend the series, or do you do you sense that Golden State tonight wraps it up? I think both teams are really loose. Uh, you know, from talking to Jay Kidd and Steve Kerr. Uh, And I haven't had a ton of interaction with the players uh, on the Dallas side, but Golden State always feels loose to me. They never seem tight. Uh, But Luka's been fantastic in this series. So as long as Luka does his thing and those guys knock down open shots, they should be fine. I just think that the, the, the cool thing about this would be if the Warriors were to win tonight, just kind of the historical aspects of it, where one of the notes you'll hear me mention in uh, the pregame will be how Steph Curry will be one of, like, I don't know, six or seven guys that includes, like, LeBron and Jordan and Kobe to average 25 points per game or more in his postseason career and get to six finals. So, like, the, the names that are in there are just incredible. It just puts Curry in a different class. And the same for Steve Kerr, where he's going to, if they win, he'll be coaching in his six finals. And you're talking about Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Red Arbach, uh, Greg Popovich, uh, John Kunla the uh, Minneapolis coach back in the 40s and 50s when they were the Lakers then. So it's going to be pretty cool if the Warriors are able to win. Um, If the Mavericks win, though, all of a sudden we're going to hear a lot of talk about, well, no team has ever come back down 3-0. Right. Well, let me ask you this, George. I mean, what do you think the value of coming back home is for the Warriors? Not just in terms of home court advantage, but, you know, a lot's happened in this country this week, and it seems like something that could actually legitimately help them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was heavy the other night. Yeah. In that first quarter, you know, they did the moment of silence. And I think the Mavericks crowd was really subdued because of the moment. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, we had noticed, because I've been in that building a million times, and they're usually pretty rowdy from the get-go. And that first quarter was just odd, I think, for everyone in the crowd. So, in the second quarter, they kind of got going back to normal. But, yeah, I, I think that for the Warriors specifically, and even for the Mavericks, to mm, be honest, you know, right. being away from Texas, I think it, you know, despite the tragedy, obviously, you know, we all feel it because we're all human and, and, you know, it could be any of us next, right? Like that's the scary part of all of it. I think that just being away and being able to compartmentalize with the game, I think would be helpful. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'll tell you guys this, and I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I love Steve Kerr. Um, I've known Steve for a long time because his kids went to high school at the same school wait, wait, my wait, kids wait, went wait, to. Wait, 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 wait. I know he's a San Diego guy. Yeah. But do you know Steve Kerr? Like, yeah, no, here we no, go. no not I'm like hey, here we go. George, George. Not like it's Canelo Alvarez, okay? It's not like he's my best okay. friend. It's I, not I like was going to say, because you, when you, you told me I, to mention your name to Harlan, you said he'd say bring it in. He right. never did anything like that. Well, then he so, doesn't feel very like good that. about you. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't feel like you guys are close. I guess. I, I don't know. Ask Lindsay. She heard him come up to me right before I was coming on with you guys. No, so Lindsay, descri- Lindsay described it as he was walking by and you said hi, Kev. That's no, it was like it was like, hey, Kevin, it. how's it going? Oh, hey, hey, Sedano. Yeah. And he kind of like gestured at as if he needed to be somewhere quickly. Well, let me get to the point yeah. of the story, which is this. There, buddy. I love. Steve Kerr. I love the fact that Steve Kerr uses his platform to put out a message. I mean, if you know Steve Kerr's background, you know about his family and where they were and yeah, when he was a little father. kid. I mean, yeah. I got to just say, I so appreciate the fact that he's willing to put himself out there like that. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but I love Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Kerr's, Steve Kerr's a good dude. That's it, good dude. Go that's ahead, all. No, I mean, that's all I was going to say. I'm more interested in whether or not 
if George stood on one side of the room and Scott stood on one side of the room and Steve Kerr walked in, whether or not he'd go left or right to go to George or Scott, his old friend. I'd be over on the side the going day. like this. Coach, come over here. Come over here, Coach. He'd be like, come on, remember that lunch? Who are you? Come on, right. remember that lunch at the Brigantine, Coach? Come on over here. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Uh, I, I am curious to see. I, I, You know what? I'll bring your name up, Cappy, to Kerr. Um, now, if they win tonight, it'll be tough because obviously he'll be in celebration mode. But if, uh, if yeah, I if they lose time with that. If they, if they lose, make sure to mention Scott Kaplan. So he's well, you know what I'll do, George? <laughs> George, what I'll do is I'll text him and I'll tell him, hey, my radio partner, the Jinx, George Sedano, <laughs> is on the sideline tonight. Make sure you say hello to him, Coach. Be nice. Yeah, yeah. The, the Jinx has only been around for him to win three championships. Right. That's how that works. <laughs> well, out, I'm listen, sure. I'm just telling you what Clay called you. Come on, man. And I had your back in all that. <laughs> right. And and Clay, I've also told him he was wrong. And he has now, sir, he has now readily admitted that. So there you go. What are we wearing tonight, Greg? Uh, George, I almost called you Greg. Wow. So we are we are we're we're wearing a uh, blue blazer with very light purple window pane, uh, a light oh. purple uh, tie, blue like baby blue shirt, uh, navy slacks to go with the uh, with the suit with the jacket. Okay. And uh, some uh, some brown. Uh, you know, dress sneakers with the white soles. So are we? I know those. Those are big in the NBA. Are we in match? <laughs> are we in matchables territory of the trap of the of the suitcase? Like, hey, it's clean. It matches. Or are we still on planned outfits? No, no, no. This is um. This, well, this was planned, but it was also you know, ja- this jacket doesn't have a, a, a pants that right. They're not. It's so, not a suit. They're pieces. Yeah. Right. Okay. So no, no recycling Correct. of any items tonight. Not yet, not yet. We I am st- impressed I with your travel. I am impressed. Still got one more. Okay, I really? told you I had six, uh, six, six outfits I could wear. Would and, you call and, the so. blue more of a cornflower or a periwinkle <laughs> blue? Uh, I don't know what either is, okay. uh, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. What. We, we played a game of games earlier where Lindsay would name different names of colors within a certain subset of color groups, like Roji Biv, and they had to guess what the larger basic color was. That was those are all both shades of blue. That so, was good. Yeah. Yes, right. But the well, I in the the I in the Iv was not indigo. No, no. Yeah, well, well, whatever. I that wasn't all right, indigo. Well, listen, wasn't I'm going to go say what's up to my guy John Goble. You know, Cuban from Miami, who's going to no, be one of the leaders I don't know him. Tonight. Him, I don't know. You got. You guys go do your thing for that last segment. It was great talking to you guys. <laughs> All right, back to you, man. And tell Steve Kerr I said what's up. I will. Thank you. Goodbye. And Kevin Harlan. <laughs> and Kevin Harlan. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's it's you know what it's like? It's like when when somebody when somebody like asks you what you're doing and they call you and they're like, Oh hey, can you talk? You're like, Yeah, sure, hey, I can talk. And then they answer the phone and they're at some wild party or concert and you're like, Why did you tell me you could talk? I obviously indisposed and then they're like, Oh sorry, I can't hear you, bro. Wu Tang's on stage. Doesn't this look great? You're like, Oh man, I feel like a jerk. I actually wonder why George does even dial in. Like is he like hey he misses us. He's been gone. Yeah, I mean I get it. Like this is a show it is the Sedano and Cap show. Yeah. I know, but I feel like he's got something going on. He's busy, he's, dude. He's like, Mama, Mama, show. He I wants to know. In. Exactly. He's yeah. busy, but yes, he still wants to be part of the community, you know? I like that. I do. I like that very much. Very sweet. Just checking in on you, Cap. Yeah, I know. You got to make sure I'm, I'm holding things together, but I don't you have are. to because I got Clinton. As long as Yeehaw. I got Clinton, you know, now I'm you good. holding stuff down. Don't worry about it. You, we you all good. holding it down. Hey, um, stick around because coming up, since Clinton is here and he is the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community, 
we have some etiquette related questions for him. There must be like standard operating procedures within the handsome man community. We've got some questions for him, and then we're going to hand it off to Sedano, and we'll all listen to this Golden State-Dallas game. Stick around. The handsome man community will have answers for us all coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would never have been able to tell you who sings this song. No Me chance. Neither. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, I know the song. I know the song. You... I know who she is, but I just couldn't remember. Right. Yeah. Denise Williams. Yes. I, <laughs> he said it. I just, oh, okay. <laughs> I just, that didn't. You said I, you were looking it up. I know. I meant like, I'm trying to find more about this person. Uh-huh. From, I was say that was a cat moment. From no, no, no. From a town where very famously another very famous musician is from as well. Probably the most famous musician of all time, arguably. Michael Jackson, Gary Indiana. Correct. Good call. Look nice. at that teamwork. Look at Work, that teamwork. Indiana, working like, out. Ugh. Working out. What do you mean, Indiana? Ugh. I didn't say that. I, I know, did. Laura. What do you mean? What's going on? I mean, I don't really have any pro Indiana, anti Indiana sentiment of any so, kind. <laughs> it's an it's, it's a thing because when I met my uh, now boyfriend ex at the time, he was uh, talking to a girl from Indiana. And I oh, okay. Know, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. internal rivalries. Um, <laughs> hey, handsome man. Yes. Can, let me let me throw something by you if you don't mind. Let's go. So, as the president of the local chapter of the handsome man community, again, I assume there must be like some rules or at least some standards sure. when it comes to etiquette. Right? We have bylaws. We don't have what I would call conditions, but yeah, there are certain things. There's a level of decorum that it takes. To be a true handsome man. Okay. Now, Lindsay and I have been going back and forth about this. Um, here's the headline. I want to read this to you, and then you tell me what you think. Uh, headline is, men who pose shirtless on dating apps are unappealing and slutty, according to a study. Um, okay. So, Clinton, can you pose shirtless on a dating app? Be really good looking, really ripped, six pack abs, defined pecs, the whole deal. Can you be shirtless on a dating app and still be a member of the handsome man community? One hundred percent. Now, there's two reasons. The first reason is, is that if you look that good, go right ahead. The second thing is, you use the word there that I think is critical in the difference between being, for lack of a better term, a chotch and a handsome man, which is pose. It's one thing if there's a picture of you out there where you happen to have a shirt off and you're doing something and somebody took a photograph of you. It's another thing to be like mirror selfie flexing with the oils <laughs> on the biceps. That's tacky. That does not live up to the well, standards that's exactly what it says. of the community. Now, hold on. There are plenty of ways, and here's, the, here's what we, you know, something we teach. It's something that a lot of people do well, which is you find a way to get that part of the of the body in the photograph without it looking like you have posed. Now, some people are not very good at this, and some people are. You know, this is where we get into what we call thirst traps. Workout pictures sort of fall into that mid-level care category. But, yes, there's a way to do that 
that doesn't look completely ridiculous. I know that there's a lot of pictures of guys online like holding fish or like other animals or whatever. Those are often in the topless territory. I would suggest if you're really that pressed to make sure that people can see the chesticles and all that, just make sure it's a picture of you at the beach. You know what I mean? Where you're actually doing something. Don't be standing in your house, you know, lifting cinder blocks. That looks ridiculous. Did you call them chesticles? I did. That was great. <laughs> I have never heard the word chesticles before. Feel free, feel free to you know fold that into your lexicon. Oh, well, let it be sure. known, Cap, that the the rules that Clinton just laid out for the handsome man community are definitely very different than the rules of most women in the, the dating app realm. Because well, pretty much everyone that I know would say a shirtless selfie on a dating app is an immediate red flag, swipe left. Well, what's, nope. What's the red flag? Uh, it's. Uh, what what's the word I want to use? Um, bleepy, you know. Okay, I, I, I it's, like, it's just what if it's not that. Like what if? But it is. What if it? No, but no, no, no. Anyone who's taking a picture no, of themselves. No, but that's not what I'm saying. First of all, it doesn't have to be a picture of yourself. Well, that's, that's what, what I'm. That's what. That's specifically what we're talking about. Okay. Is is and a guy taking a shirtless selfie? Okay, but what I'm saying is, let's just say it's a picture of him. I don't know, chopping wood. That's different. His... We're specifically talking about shirtless I, okay, selfies. I, I get what you're talking about. I'm asking you about what I'm talking about. If you saw something different that just happened to be shirtless, how would you feel about it? I mean, if he was doing something and it wasn't actually posed, I would still think it's a red flag, but I could see where other people would be kind of okay with that. What if he's a lumberjack? And then well, lumberjacks put put your uh, your flannel on, you know? What if he's an actual personal trainer? <laughs> then, then you know, personal trainers wear shirts too. They do, but I'm saying... I just feel like it's a level of... Um, What's the, I get it. I mean, you know, it's it's content, can can listen. Listen. There's also the other thing too, Lindsay, that I'll give you, which is that yes, there's a certain amount of if you're willing to be half naked on the internet, then I probably don't want to deal with you if I'm not like that as well. But plenty of people are like that, yo. But no, that's not necessarily true because when you're on a dating app looking for a mate. I think that you're trying to project something to people. So that's different if you're like a model or if you're a personal trainer that walks around all day with your shirt off. Like you're trying to project an image to other people and and like give them a glimpse into your life. And if you think that I just feel like it's it's like to me, it's just a level of overconfidence in a in a bad way. Like it's not the good type of confidence. It's what if just, they look good though? How if if they look good, that's great. When then you can share that with me down the road. I'll see that eventually. I just don't. Me personally, I think it's a red flag, and most of my friends agree because we had this conversation. So this is a modesty issue amongst your friends. Yes, I I, I don't know if it's modesty. It's it's you, you just look. Um, what's the word? I don't want to get in trouble for saying no, certain just, words, but it, like but you just, cocky, you know, like I, 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 mean, I feel like that's how it comes off. Okay. But a lot of, again, that is not necessarily a demerit, Scott, in some people's books in terms of what they're looking for, you know? Yeah. Like for me, if I were younger and ripped and my chesticles were something, <laughs> see, I've already used it. It's already uh, there. <laughs> were something that I wanted to really show off and I had a six pack, I'd be like, yo, this is what women are looking for. So I'm going to be shirtless on this dating app because when women see this, they're going to have no choice but to want to contact me. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's exactly what, according to this study, says that women who saw the shirtless selfies were high. They thought of them as higher in risky sexual behavior and also lower in social appeal and competence. That's exactly what I'm trying to convey. That doesn't make I sense. agree I with that. I don't think that's that, that, true. Those, those I sec- think it those does. second two things don't add up. Like, no. sure, okay, dude looks good. Dude's getting a lot of work, but that's a function of the confidence, not an opposition to the confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that anybody who in this day and age. 
who puts themselves half naked on the internet is probably a pretty confident person. I don't think they're lying yeah. about that to themselves only to fake it on the internet. Six pack or not. I mean, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Right. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of dudes out there who ain't got no kind of six pack who look beard, look like animals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> who are definitely out there with their shirts off because they know there's a certain appeal of people who like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree with you, though, Clinton, because it really depends on, like, for example, right, Cap, you and your girl, because I know, it, you know, you, were, you guys were mentioning about sharing stuff, shared a picture in bathing suits, like when the little whale and everybody thought it was photoshopped, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I just, pre- I, and I know that this is talking about a dating app, but like, I just don't feel that certain pictures look bad. Like if I don't think there's beach, anything wrong know? with that picture. But I'm saying specifically, again, this is specifically whether or not you, a guy on a dating app, is appealing. Like, would okay. you swipe we, on? We get right. that. We get that. But, but what I'm, I'm saying you is, like, yeah. if you're at the beach, like, let's say you're at the beach with yeah, your that's fine. Totally stuff, fine. You know, and you post it, or like you, it, it just depends on the context that you're trying to put. Your I out actively there. took a picture with my shirt off. With a hat on, with my sweatshorts on, with a baseball glove on, because I was playing catch with my buddy, shout out to Jake Mintz, on the beach with no shirt on. Cool. Definitely was posed, definitely used it as our invitation to what I'll call a little bit of a pre-party, Kaplan. For this is a pre-party for the Mandy's? Pre-party, not for the Mandy's. Oh. <laughs> used it for a pre-party <laughs> at the MLB All-Star Game. That was the photo. We, we were both shirtless. Well, no, I was shirtless. Jake's shirt was open, and we used it as our invite to get people to come play catch with us before the game in Denver, and like 20 people showed up. It worked. That's cool. I don't have it a problem worked. with that. That's fine. I was I was specifically talking about it being a red flag as far as dating apps go. Specifically that. I so, think it's gross. Okay. So if, he, if it would have been, so because I'm trying to, sorry, I went to go get ice, but like if that picture of Clinton, like, let's say Clinton was looking Again, for it's not a, a selfie. Yeah, well, it was a selfie because I took the photograph. I just used the timer. I'm just saying, but that's that, diff- it, what's different? It's I think different. she means it's like posed you in didn't, a mirror. Did you, would you use that? Up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't use uh, dating apps, but if I did, would you be like, oh, my God, this guy's ridiculous. He had a shirt off I, on I'm the not beach. saying it's ridiculous. I just said to me, it's a, it's a turnoff. It's a, it's a swipe left. Like, I never okay. said it was ridiculous. Okay. I never said there's anything wrong with it. I personally would not swipe right on somebody who, is wearing, who has a shirtless selfie on their dating profile. Okay, but I, in any context. That's what you're saying, right? Like in any, whether it's at the beach, whether it's in a shower mirror, whatever. Right, that's the it, question it, I'm that, asking. That, Forget about that example. Yeah, I, I would not. I would okay. not. Correct. Okay. Scott, has, has your question been answered? Yeah, it has. You know what's the funny thing is, as we were just having this conversation, it occurred to me that while, Lindsay, you think it's cheesy and a turnoff, guys, we don't care. Like, so, so if it was a woman and she was in a little teeny tiny bathing suit and it yeah, was a selfie... Care. All the guys would be like, oh, dude, I'm swiping on that right there. Well, I got to meet her. Because you're a guy. <laughs> right, because we're guys. Because we're just animals. We don't care. I don't know. I mean, that's that 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 depends, too. You oh, know what I mean? All right. It, so it you're all, not into that. Some it, guys it, it, all, it all depends. Yeah, right, some guys right. don't. Because it's, it's a modesty thing. Some people don't want other people to project a less modest image than what they see of themselves. You know. So. All right. Well, hey, guys. Uh, I think what we've learned here today is this. Even if you are ripped, even if you got a <laughs> six-pack of abs, uh, bottom line. They will eventually see it, but they don't want to see it on the dating app because they think it's cheesy. They being women. Some. Some women. Some. Most. Some. Some. Most. Okay, well, it's 50-50 in here, so we're going to go with some. Yeah. And it's a small sample <laughs> size. Yes, we're just going with what the study says, and then, you know, I'm pulling all my the, friends. I'm the two people I'm looking at right now, and it's 50-50. So. <laughs> Lindsay, most. How about that? I like some. Uh, Clinton Yates, are you going to join us again tomorrow? I'll be here tomorrow for sure. I'm very excited because Kenobi drops tomorrow, so that's a big day in the Star Wars world.
Okay. Uh, George may be back tomorrow. It depends on what happens tonight. If Golden State wins, George will be back tomorrow. If Dallas wins, George will not be back tomorrow. Uh, Clinton, you're always welcome and invited. Thank you. Laura, Lindsay, great job. CY, appreciate you. Hey, everybody, we're back tomorrow at 4. Until then, peace out.